0: You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate, with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now, your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Scandariato with Grand Properties. And today, we have a special guest here with us. We have Alexander Cruz. Uh, who's a partner at CR of Maryland. And today we're going to talk about how Alex and his team are able to handle different types of investment vehicles under one company. So he does a combination of turnkey combination of vinyl rentals, flipping wholesaling. Um, so those are all different investment vehicles. Um, and he specializes in, in Maryland and uh, specifically in the city of Baltimore. So want to get his take on the market and, uh, happy to have him. So uh, you. For- yeah, appreciate it. Excited to be here. Great. So just give us your background a little bit first, and then we can do- guide the conversation from there, Alex.
0: Sure. Sounds good. Uh, I got into real estate back in 2011. That's uh, when I graduated from college. Um, interestingly, I got a degree in criminology. I uh, didn't know what to do with myself next. Uh, by chance, my parents were listing their house for sale. And the broker that came out uh, while she was there, uh, she offered me some part-time work. So uh, I accepted. And About two weeks later, she called me back and offered me a full-time job as her assistant. Uh, I accepted that too. Uh, so I had my first and only salary of my life. Um, I did that for about a year. I learned a ton about the business. I really got to see a variety of deals and uh, meet a whole bunch of interesting people, which was great. Um, I found out that I was not cut out for admin work, uh, which gave me some clarity on what I wanted to do in life. Uh, so we went our separate ways. I, I stayed as an agent in her brokerage at that time. Um, and then that's where I was uh, introduced uh, to my current business partner. And at that point, I was 24 years old. I was pretty young still, um, but I was hungry, ready, willing to work. And uh, so the two of us started working together. Not as partners in the beginning. It grew to a partnership later, uh, but I was really the the boots on the ground. So uh, at that point, uh, my partner was heavily involved in the fix and flip world, uh, which is what we started doing together. And at that time, it was him, myself, and one project manager in this dinky little office that we had here in Maryland. So uh, that's where CR Maryland was born. Um, And over the years, we have done a ton of fix and flip projects Uh, We grew a rental portfolio of just about 300 properties, scattered site here in Baltimore. Uh, We've wholesaled, I don't know, no less than 400 deals. Um, And now we've also ventured into the turnkey side of the business, uh, where in 2020, we delivered and sold 110 turnkey properties. So uh, that was kind of the trajectory. I skipped a whole lot of stops on the way. There's a whole lot of uh, U-turns and zigzagging and, and things that have happened, but uh, that's the really long story short of where we are today. That's great. So can you talk
1: about um, the difference between the, the turnkey and the long-term rentals a little bit for the audience?
0: Yeah. I mean, from our standpoint, the only real difference is the fact that we're actually selling the property to somebody else. Um other than that, they're the same brick row homes. They're in the same areas. They have the same values, the same rent prices, and they undergo our same full renovation, which is basically a full gut renovation. It's kind of what we're known for here locally. Um, and that's how we develop the model over time uh, as the most predictable. And then also makes it a very uh, nice product. So it's in demand from uh, potential tenants. So they rent quickly and they rent well. Um so the biggest difference is that we're going to sell the property. We're not going to, have to do a cash-out refinance on it, uh, like we did for for several years building our own portfolio. Um, other than that, they are really the, the same kind of properties. Um, Excellent. So, so yep. the
1: rentals that you guys have purchased are what type of multifamily are they? Are they or are they single-family units uh, where you have 300, you know, roofs over in your portfolio?
0: Yeah, uh, they are almost exclusively single-family. Uh, we do have, I think, three or four that are two units, and maybe one that's a three-unit. But other than that, um, in our particular market, multifamily is pretty far, few and far between. Um, and the ones that are out there, it's such a uh, in-demand product that the prices just have kept climbing over time. So, um, you know, we explored it, and but it just didn't align with our investment model which was really to do a full renovation every to everything that we touch, um that with the purchase prices didn't make sense to us but fortunately in our market over time the single family did make sense and we were able to scale it uh, large enough that the, the profit numbers were there right so you guys do you guys self you have your own management company as well yeah we uh it started with just one person but yes it's an internal you know department in our company and. Um, In the beginning, it was a whiteboard. It wasn't even a whiteboard. We actually painted like whiteboard material on this plaster wall, and we would write the property and and the certificate and the registration and all the stuff we had to do, Um, but it's grown a lot now. We use software and a bunch of advanced metrics and stuff, uh, and it's a big department now. Um, Company-wide, we're a little bit over 30 people. Uh, We just crossed over the 30 mark, Um, so we've been able to grow and grow that department a lot.
1: That's excellent. Yeah, because I was going to ask you how large how large is the property management specifically that you have? 300 sure.
0: Single family. Yeah, clients? sure. So property management now we have uh, seven full time maintenance technicians that are overseen by a supervisor. So that's eight people. Uh, we then have four uh, people specific that are just in the property management realm, plus two le- leasing agents. So that's another six people. Um, we then have a separate accounting office, but they also do. Uh, handle all of the uh, accounting and finance side of of all that rent collected. So uh, let's let's say it's another two people that really fall under that world.
1: Got it. So you you built the infrastructure and and team around that. So you guys are, you guys, for those single family rentals, because I'm very curious, you guys went in, you did a gut renovation and then you put a tenant in there and then you refinanced your your equity out. And then now you all basically, hopefully free and clear. Um, And now you have a portfolio um, free and clear of your equity, but now you have a port. Do you have any portfolio loans? Because a lot of those single families are, you know, for my audience, it's called recourse loans, which are personally guaranteed. Um, Do you still have those, you know, when you do a cash out refi or do you, you know, have you kind of transitioned it to a portfolio model on the lending
0: side at this point? Sure. So uh, we do have a, ba- a large batch that was done under a uh, Freddie Mac portfolio that is non recourse. Um, and then the rest are still held uh, on recourse loans through local banks. Um, we did 20 year loans on those. Um, and we do have some equity left in the deal. It wasn't perf- a perfect science every time. So <laughs> Uh, you know, the goal was always to be in the house for 80% of value, but it didn't always work out that way. Or, you know, of course, you always had the few that the appraiser and you didn't see the value the same way. So things happen. Um, but yeah, we, we do have a little bit of equity in, but overall it, it, it's been financed really well.
1: No, that's great. And then, so how are you? So I'm interested to hear how you were able to grow that side. Cause you still have them as buy and hold investments. So you guys, how long did that take you to accumulate those many, roofs, like f- really physical roofs. You have yeah. Roofs. Um, yeah. How how long were, did you buy any in, a, like you mentioned, a portfolio uh, manner? Um,
0: or were they just individual one by one? So the first one was an accident. And that's really how the whole idea was born. We had a, a flip uh, right here in Towson, which is right down the street from our office. Um, nice little house, but it was a little bit too small. So it's three bed, one bath. Basement's a little short. Um and, but it's, in a, it's a great area, so we were having trouble selling it on the market. And this was probably this had to be 2014 or maybe 2015. Um, uh, so we, my partner, called the the bank that we work with um, at the time and did a lot of business with, and said, "Hey, if I want to make this a rental, how would it work?" He says, "Well, it's no problem. Just send us the information on it. We'll, we'll give you a mortgage for up to 80 percent of value, 100 percent of cost." Um, so we're looking at it, playing with the numbers. Get, calculating, you know, like on a bar napkin, you know, what our our cash flow would be based on what we can rent it for. And we're like, hey, this is a deal. This actually works kind of well. It's a little bit more expensive than we probably would have, but I think we can run with this. So uh, next thing you know, we went out and bought nine more homes under this same idea. And we start pumping in the mortgage requests to the bank and the bank calls back. It's a really small bank. And he's like, guys, what are you doing? You know, I, I, I said you could do a, a few of these. All of a sudden, he said nine at once. And uh, he knows my partner well. it's like He's a big thinker, and he moves really fast. So uh, ultimately, they said, you know, we can't handle that kind of volume. Uh, we had to go to another bank. But the idea was born. So uh, pretty quickly, we were off to the races hunting for homes that would line up well where we could do a full renovation and be in it for that uh, 80% of value. Um, but pretty quickly, we were... Uh, we didn't do any conventional style loans. Uh, we, these were all, you know, we we'll call them commercial style. Um, so slightly higher rate than you're going to get in the conventional world. But it really is like that portfolio loan. The biggest thing was uh, these initial batch were all uh, recourse
1: loans. Sure. That makes sense. So what's your greatest challenge now? We're in 2021. Um, you guys having – are you in the city of Baltimore? You mentioned Towson, yeah. which is suburb. Okay. So – um, are you guys having any collection issues because of the moratoriums, or does that even apply to Baltimore? How does how are you guys managing through that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we're we're pretty fortunate that th- it's a very small issue for us overall. We've our team has done a great job of always screening. Um, we also do have a, a good mix of uh, Section Eight voucher-based tenants, uh, which really limits, of course, how much rent you need to physically collect. Um, We were really concerned about it in the beginning. Like, you know, what happens if 100 people say we're not going to pay anymore? Uh, But thank God, it It really hasn't happened. I can count on one hand how many people are severely delinquent. Um, And of those, most of them had a real issue. So the nice thing is, as this has all developed, we've been able to connect them with uh, actual support and financial support, some of which gets paid directly to the landlord. Uh, So we've gotten reimbursed. Uh, for, for past due rent that hadn't been collected uh, either directly from the city or the county or uh, federal, even federal funding. So that's been a good relief. Obviously, we're going to hope that that continues to be replenished. Um, I think people are realizing that that will need to happen. Um, but yeah, there, there's I think only one guy in particular that we know is taking advantage of the situation and he would have been evicted by now, but so far he hasn't. So, uh, but one out of 400, that's, that's a pretty good number.
1: That's that's, not a great number for sure. Um, Especially that's and that's a key point you just made to, you know, if the the tenant doesn't know what resources they have, and they're, you know, unable to pay, you as the landlord have a responsibility to kind of help them out if you can, and and do your own research and connect them with the right people. Uh, We did that, you know, with, with my company as well, personally, some local organizations, county organizations, um, to, to put them together. And it ended up working out for the most part, not everybody got it, but you know, for the most part. Um, so definitely a key point that you make. And so. yeah, I,
0: To take that a step further, I'm sorry, let me catch you off, but to take that even further, you know, it's super important, like not just the the state or the federal or the local program, but there's also nonprofit money. You're going you kind to of have to dig to find it. But once you find it, I mean, that can have a huge impact to your bottom line and, um we honestly we missed it in the beginning we didn't realize it was available as quickly as it was uh so looking back we were kind of upset with ourselves that we didn't find it sooner um but now there's it's it's out there you're just going to have to find it and if you're waiting for your tenant to find it there's no guarantee that's going to happen so uh, they're not as motivated as you are uh, so you should be that resource and people will appreciate that uh, that goes a long way uh, in the long run and, Probably even the right thing to do, but it also helps the business, so that's good that's, too. That's
1: for sure. So, are you? So, what's the? What are the next steps for your company? Are you looking to expand for 2021? Are you looking to continue to grow your turnkey or
0: your rental portfolio, or you
1: know, combination of both?
0: Uh, we're we're pretty focused on the turnkey side right now. Um, I think we're pretty comfortable where we are with our own portfolio. So I would say we're, we're not actively trying to expand our portfolio, but we want to continue to grow the business in the footprint of the business. And then also the, the people that it impacts. So uh, we did about 110 turnkeys last year. Our goal for 2021 is to deliver 15 a month. So it'd be about 180. Uh, so it's a substantial increase um, right now. We're on track, but it's only February the 8th so (laughs) it's still a little early Um, but for quarter one we we are definitely on track Um, we just need to continue to find the inventory to get us through the rest of the year which is of course probably the biggest challenge
1: right that's the exact inventory is very low right now so uh, as long as you got boots on the ground and network with the right professionals should be in good shape so that's great Um, how can people find you Alex learn more about you and your company
0: Sure. So go right to our website, crofmaryland.com. That's C-R-O-F and then Maryland, which is spelled out, .com. Uh, You can click on the tab that says invest. It's yellow. It's nice and bright. Uh, it'll take you over where you can see some more information about our operation. You can also click through another link and see some of our past properties. Um, and then the easiest thing is just to submit your information on that sign-up form right there. Uh, and we'll get a notification and We'll reach out to you to, to set up and speak and uh, learn more about each other. Great. Well, we
1: really appreciate you for coming on the show, Alex. We'll have a link to his website as well as his social media in the description um, and the show notes on iTunes. So definitely check out Alex's platform and feel free to reach out to him. And if you liked what you heard and or saw, please give us a rating on iTunes and review. We really appreciate it. So uh, it gets Alex and our message out to a greater audience. That's just the way it works. So uh, Alex, we appreciate you coming on the show again and hopefully uh, talk to you again soon.
0: Thanks, Anthony. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you.